Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. Thank you so much for staying with us. So when we plan to have this conversation, we, little do we know that we'll have other news to touch base on. So I'm in conversation with the CEO of the Nelson Mandela Foundation, Silo Hadang, and uh, we're going to talk about something else, but we have to address this first story first, the fact that we woke up to the news that uh, Baba Andrew Malangeni had passed on. I mean, I just want to give you an opportunity, Silo, to, to just pass your condolences. Well, thank you so much, Aussie uh, and... Uh our deepest condolences to to the family and friends of Ndadimangen. He he was such a superstar of a person. Mm-hmm. You know, the the last time I I, I, I I one of the last times I spoke to him, uh, I asked him, "So, are you are you still playing golf?" He said, "Ah, man, Mora, you know, this me, man. If it was not for this me, I'd be out there." And uh, I, I know that uh, he he valued golf, he valued sports so much. So um, I think uh, in his honor, we'll do everything possible to keep uh, this country going. Apparently, he had a fourteen and uh, a handicap. Apparently, oh, he was good. Apparently, he was good. No, he was good at what he does. Uh, he gave young people a, a run for their money. <laughs> so, um, so I want to check with one of them who are his victims. I haven't been able to call him. <laughs> Um, no one's so going I to can't announce to his name here yet. So I'll, <laughs> I'll speak to him after checking in with him how he was punished. Then I can tell you. I mean, he, he was the guy who was right next to Madiba's cell in, in Robben Island. Yeah, and uh, and uh, you, you could see that uh, they all enjoyed a very special relationship. Uh, you know, the... Um, yeah, that they... Um, Katrada, mm-hmm. uh, Goldberg, I saw the three of them interacting, um, which was the last time, 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and to, to see the chemistry between the three of them, how they would check each other's uh, aches and pains first. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow it's that. And then after checking in, then they went into what, had, what was happening in our country about the development in our country. And, and you know, one was an honor to hear how committed they were to building this country. And we must take that baton of building this country. And you have, in your own way, um, one of the things that you've done is to pick up on a plea that came through on social media of a UJ student who had a cataract problem. And uh, you decided to do something about that. Tell me about that story. Well, I think, uh, firstly, that, uh, I think urgency is important, that uh, Mabel took uh, the, the agency upon herself to say to her friends, I need this help. Friends then kicked in to put this story on, 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 online. And, of course, we both uh, belong to an organization, a small NGO called uh, Women for Girls, where we try to help girls to adjust at university. And, coincidentally, Mabel is one of the members of that organization that we help set them up make sure that they are um, helped there through their university. And uh, so one of the members, Karabo, then picked up the story and said, look, is this our Mabel? Mm. You know, and uh, and that's how uh, the Nelson Mandela Foundation kicked in, because uh, um, after that, uh, I then uh, put it out to some of our big donors to say, here's a need. And um, uh, the uh, Vista Alumni uh, Foundation then picked up on the story, sent it further, uh, Jeff Mazibuko sent it further, and Dr. Maleka got it. So the power of social capital mm. should be used to help the poor to be able to at least see, the, um, not be able to suffer 
the way uh, they're suffering. And and I think uh, it's important that NABOR be um, kind of a, a poster child of what should happen, mm-hmm. where um, there's a need. All of us must rally around that person and help them. And uh, and we should, uh, in solidarity, always try and do that as far as possible. Also. So you speak about raising our hands and, and where there is a need, pick up the bait and do something at the moment. I just want to pick up on what you've seen out there. I know that it's it's been a difficult year. It's been a difficult month for the foundation. Um, just the, the loss of life of, of the family member, of the Madila, Madiba family member, um, and also juxtaposed to with, with this pandemic. And then we had Madiba month as we are still in it now being such a different type of a Mandela month. What are you seeing on the ground? Um, because you are on the ground and, and things have so changed from, for instance, last year. You know, a lot has changed. Uh, and and, and uh, But uh, the giving nature of South Africans has, has not ceased. Um, so I'll give you one example. When we went to Mpumalanga mm-hmm. about a month ago, and uh, we found this 70-plus-year-old uh, woman who... Um, usually she depends wholly on the community. The mm. community would contribute five rand, ten rand here and then buy her food, mm. her groceries, believe it or not. <laughs> and then her house was destroyed by a storm a few years ago. Um, then uh, an NGO came in, built a shack for her. That shack is now falling into disrepair. Sure. And, uh, and, and the community then took it upon themselves to again contribute 50 rand, 100 rand there. They started building her house, a two-roomed house. And uh, it was now window high. And this woman was saying to us, um, not the, 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 the old lady, not the granny, but uh, one of the community members said, we don't know how we're going to finish this. And today I'm happy to, to tell you that this morning, um, a, a contractor then called me and said, we'll build that house. Wow. Um, you know, so, so that kind of uh, giving continues. And I think if we are to continue like this, to shame the, the thieves, who are stealing the, the relief funds, mm. to shame those who are representing the worst of us, mm. to say they are generous people out there who are trying their best to help. Let's help each other. You're doing your bit. Thank you so much, Silo. Really appreciate it. And, and thank you for all the work that uh, all your colleagues are, are doing there at the Mandela Foundation. Thank you. Thank you so much. Silo Hatang, CEO of the Nelson Mandela Foundation, as we go to speaking to the uh, the person who we were talking about earlier, uh, the UJ student that reached out on social media about an eye condition that she had and she needed assistance. Mabel, thank you so much. Mabel Maleka is a UJ student who now is, I think, sitting very pretty and can see. Mabel, hi. <laughs> hi, how are you? We are well. We're so glad to hear that you're well. Oh, well, I'm great. Oh, fantastic. How did it all go? I, I believe it was quick. It was quick. It was a quick uh, operation. You were in and out, and very quickly you were declared successful. Oh, yes, it was. I think it was a 18-minute uh, operation, and after that I could see. What what happened? Uh, you know, my, my sense, I'm told that it was a very quick, sudden, you woke up and you just suddenly couldn't see. What happened? Um, so what happened is that, okay, I'm a diabetic and, and it's, it's a long time thing. Mm-hmm. And then what happened was that I started having eye problems last year. And then, uh, I went to the doctors, which, re- which then referred me to a public hospital because I didn't have medical aid. Mm-hmm. And then when I got there, 
they said that I have cataracts and in which they'll do the um, operation in August. So it was supposed to happen in August this um, this year. Uh, I think around the 25th of August. And then what happened was that one day, uh, it was actually on my birthday when I woke up and I couldn't see at all. Like everything was just blurry. And from then on, it just went, it spiraled out of control and it, I completely closed um the cataracts completely closed my eyes. Oh my goodness! And and on the plea, I mean, had somebody said to you, maybe go to a social media platform and then ask, what whose idea was that? Uh, my mother, my mother, uh, my best friend. Oh. So her mother then said, "Yeah, there are people who help, and you should just uh, post about it because uh." Um, the public hospitals were not working, and then she posted uh, a picture of mine, and then uh, with the caption "Help Mabel see again." Mm-hmm. And then from there on, it went to an organization that I'm in Minti in, uh, so called Women for Girls. So they saw that uh, that post, and then they took it to. So they kept on sharing it, retweeting, sharing it on Facebook, Instagram, and so on, so forth. So uh, Oscar was then send it to the Tessalohatang and then he went and bought and then helped. And then he also sent it to what, one of his contacts and then uh, I don't know how they got in contact with Faith and then that's when Dr. Malika offered to, to be there, hmm. the operation for free. And 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 your response to him that that he you know the all of this chain eventually led to you getting assistance. He's still on the line. Do you want to say something to the foundation? Um, for for the love and for the support, and I hope um, and I also hope that the God gives them strength to do more. Oh. And I, I'm out of it. I keep on trying to find ways to thank them every day but I pray that God keeps on blessing them and keeps on giving them strength and ideas to help people and there's a lot of people who need help so um, such platforms and foundations are are God-given and I'm amazed about how people can be so so helpful and loving and caring out of this world it's it's different times. Uh, I, I was just saying that you know we we're all going through a lot with the pandemic, and you are also a student at UJ. How how are the studies going? Um, I'm I, I, fortunate enough. I was able to to um, register for my second semester, second model. So the the other ones that I missed, the first semester, I'll do the next year, and which hopefully is my final year. Mm-hmm. But but have you been able to to continue with your studies uh, with your eyesight? Yes, I have. Mm-hmm. I, I'm completely fine now. Like I can see clearly. I don't even need uh, spectacles. Oh, wow. It's oh, just wow. reading classes. What a beautiful story, Mabel. Thank you for talking to us. You, uh, we wish you all the best, and we'll keep we'll keep in touch with you. We'll just make sure that you you know you do the right thing. <laughs> Thank you, Mabel. Uh, All the best, Mabel. Thank, thank you. you. That's Mabel Maleka, a UJ student who, who had a plea out earlier on, um, in the, I think it was last month, um, where there was a problem with her eyesight. She had a cataract problem. And uh, the Nelson Mandela Foundation came in there to assist. So we just wanted to congratulate her. She's now fine. She can see. Uh, you may have seen it on social media. Um, we also got this plea a long time ago, and it's about connecting the dots. 
as Silo uh, Hatang was saying, you know, raise your hand if you can help, help if you know somebody, reach out to somebody and let's all do our bit. Thank you very much to everybody who's been listening and for your contribution as well. Now, coming up is Bongi Gwala on Beyond the Headlines. As tribes continue, as tributes continue to pour in um, for the struggle stalwart Andrew Mlangeni Bongi will speak to Aziz Pahad um, and other activists as well just to pay their tribute to the fallen stalwart who we're all mourning today. It's three o'clock. Let's go to Utsi Lasaku for the latest in SABC News.